Hello, 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 hello. Time for another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Just a quick intro before we get into the latest episode. Uh, So the guest that you will hear speaking with me today is a Sydney-based hip-hop artist by the name of Liam Smith. Now, Liam has recently dropped his first EP. It's titled Good Grief. And we have a chat about the EP specifically, what inspired it, which is a deeply personal story of loss and dealing with loss. Uh, And we also talk all things hip hop and and just, you know, share some tastes and interests about uh, one of my favourite music genres and obviously Liam's as well. Um, The episode, while it's a little bit short, it's, it's one of those ones that, Everything that Liam says is it, it resonates and is really meaningful and has impact. So I really hope that you get something out of it. Um, we had a great chat, um, and Liam is also uh, the partner of a dear friend of mine. Shout out to Elise. Um, and at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. Once uh, Liam and I finish talking, there's a little something, something um, to get your ears around. So I hope you enjoy. So welcome to another episode of the How to Love the Shit Out of Life podcast. Uh, On today's episode, I am joined by Liam Smith, who is a Sydney-based hip-hop artist. Liam recently released his first EP, which is titled Good Grief, and is here today to chat about the release and all things hip-hop, which I'm really excited about. So welcome, Liam. Thank you very much, Sally. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries. We've been trying to tee this up. For a little while now, we finally got there, which is exciting. So as I said earlier, we're going to be talking a lot about the EP and what you've been doing recently, um, but also just hip hop in general and how I guess you came to fall in love with the genre, um, which is where I thought we could start. So can you tell us a little bit about how you discovered hip hop and I guess fell in love with that genre? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I grew up in a family, quite a musical household. Uh, I remember growing up not just with hip-hop, but also, you know, things like the Beatles from mum and dad. Um, my mum's Welsh, so there was a lot of Tom Jones <laughs> going around. Um, but my sister's 10 years older than me, so I guess to pinpoint where I started to hear hip-hop, probably through my sister. I remember, like, Ice Cube and Coolio banging through her door <laughs> and um, going on, like, late car rides with her friends, thinking yeah. I was the coolest, you know, riding in the back listening to Tupac. Um and I always, my dad was a journalist as well, so he was obviously quite good with words and his dad was as well. So that kind of, maybe that was a genetic thing and I just mm. managed to find a way to piece piece those two sort of passions together, writing and the language, English language and, um, and hip-hop because hip-hop seems to be um, so, so broad, you mm. know. Um, it's, you, you're not condensed into... into following certain patterns or chords, yeah. you can kind of just write poetry uh, and and sort of the rhythm comes comes second, you know. Yeah. And that's I think, what I liked about it. Yeah, that's um, – I think that's a really good point because I know like growing up I kind of discovered hip-hop through my brother a lot because he's well, he's only three years older than me but he was listening to a lot of stuff when he went to high school and I was a little bit younger and I'd find his CDs and it was like mystical and crazy <laughs> bone and sure. exhibit and artists like that but – I remember obviously thinking like, you know, the music sounded really cool, but as, you know, my background's in journalism and writing, so I'm, uh, you know, I love words, 
I always get a little bit like frustrated when people think that hip hop is just, you know, people like rambling over a track. It's like, no, it's poetry with a beat behind it. So Absolutely, yeah. totally agree. Um, you know, there's there's good hip hop and there's bad hip hop and it's all mm. subjective, obviously. I, I also like sort of it's it's quite organic as well, a lot of hip hop that I yeah. listen to. Um, you know, whereas you hear a lot of obviously radio radio music, it's it's has a purpose, but yeah. Um, hip hop seems to be can be a lot realer, mm. and and you know everyday life isn't always sort of rainbows and butterflies. It's about mm. some some pretty deep concepts and stories. And um, I remember when I first heard Eminem, like you know when I was probably thirteen or something in the UK, and it was on a Walkman. Everyone else in the house was asleep, and I saw what, what this what what was this, and, and put it on, and and all the swearing and all that stuff. And it was kind of exciting, you know what I mean? And back then maybe to me it was just a bunch of swearing. But mm. no, there's there's a, there's a purpose to the to a lot of artists, you know. They, they're there to tell a story and um, even sort of not so much hip-hop, sort of a lot of R&Bs quite mm. similar to, you know. I remember listening to Macy Gray a lot when I was younger and yeah. even uh, sort of Usher, those kinds of things. Um, I, like, I like music first and hip-hop second as long mm. as there's kind of a meaning and a – and a story in there somewhere, you know, like, yeah. like conceptual um, music. So obviously the podcast is all about loving the shit out of life, positivity, happiness, joy. So how does, and it can be maybe more music in general, but hip-hop um, bring new joy and happiness in your life? It's it's certainly an escape for, for, for lack of sort of a less of a cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I've got headphones in as often as possible. And yeah, I guess that's kind of where I where I find my my calm. Um, and I fortunately, while while obviously the the album, which we're probably going to come on to later, isn't necessarily about the most positive experience. Um, because of hip hop, I managed to turn quite a quite an awful um, tragic experience into something that that had positive effects on not only myself but you know my friends and my family around me. Um, so that was kind of. Uh, a literal mm. example of 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 hip hop being a positive influence yeah. in my life. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I guess that's probably you know it is going into what we're going to talk about. But you know your love for hip hop and I guess this more specific experience that you're talking about. How has music helped you overcome challenges? How has it helped me overcome challenges? Um, well, I mean, writing down my thoughts and and feelings. I think you know. I recommend that to anybody, even if they're they're not they don't really like writing. You know, mm. I think it's so crucial to be able to pinpoint uh, what you're feeling at any given moment. You know, and I remember my dad always had a notepad next to his bedside table for that reason. You know, sometimes you wake up and you you have a a crucial, profound moment mm. to yourself, and you wake up the next morning and you either forget it or you you remember that you've forgotten it. As a writer, I'm I'm trying to get back into that i've hit a bit of writer's block recently but i think just having like a notepad and a pen next to your bedside table that's that's really good advice absolutely so i guess let's talk a bit about your ep good grief um tell us a bit about it what inspired it and i guess a bit of that journey that you've gone on with this ep yeah sure well i really only was just writing uh for myself um since i was a teenager um and you know i'd I'd show my friends and my family and obviously got got nice positive feedback so I just continued to do it as a hobby um and I went to live in Melbourne in 2011 or 2012 uh and met a few like-minded people there who who really sort of 
uh, eyes were opened by what I was writing about. Um, and there I met, it was a friend of a friend came over one day and I showed him some stuff that I'd written and he was a producer and him and I stayed in touch from then until now. So it's been mm. almost a decade. Yeah. And for the first six or seven years, it was just via email. You know, we didn't have any other contact. I, I lived in the UK after that for a little while and we always stayed in touch and he just always had uh, the utmost belief, I guess, in, in, in my craft um, was always sending me beats and um, we developed this relationship and we decided, you know, like he can produce, he can produce an album for me, mm -hmm. like I'll write something to his music and we'll, we'll get it up, get it out there. And um, so we had a bunch of songs, you know, 10 or so songs, um, varying topics. But what I found was a lot of my music would sort of veer back to the topic of my dad passing away. Mm. Um, so, you know, I had a couple of songs in there, but then if we, when I listened to them all back, I noticed like almost all the songs had a reference, you know. Yeah. And then it was actually Mech, my friend, the producer, it was his idea to sort of scratch some of the songs and tailor a, an album towards the five stages of grief. Yeah. Because we had so much content about, mm. <laughs> about this topic, we had enough for, for, for at least five songs and we thought, um, you know, there is a, there's a concept, five stages of grief um, that everyone allegedly goes through when yeah. they experience something like this. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that was the, the birth of that, of that idea. And then we sort of were able to tailor the sound and the lyrics to accompany each uh, stage yeah. as we went through and trying to make it a, a little bit of a concept album. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have um, – is there a lot of content that obviously you didn't use? As you said, it's only a five – you know, song EP content that you want to put out there, you know, soon or... Exactly, yeah, yeah. that's right. So, um, you know, I at one stage I was thinking like, is, is all I'm going to write about this topic, mm. you know? It just keeps kind of... But, you know, that, that sort of happens. You notice that in, um, you know, even like a Taylor Swift, I guess. A lot of people yeah. say that she just writes about heartbreak and relationships <laughs> and that's not necessarily a bad thing. And she obviously she doesn't. She's, mm. she's got many strings to her bow, but... If that's the resounding topic, then that's okay. You yeah. know, um, it's I guess it's about what you what moves you, what mm. moves you to write to, to write about what. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing you found that experience quite therapeutic as well. Oh, completely. Um, yeah, I can't, can't can't really. Ironically, I can't put it into words. Yeah, just how how helpful it's been. You know, mm. um, for you know to be going through. Uh, you know, for my father to pass away, and obviously, I'm, there's no other, there's no other man in my family. So that was, it was just me, my mum, and my sister. Um, and life changes, obviously, when that kind of yeah. thing happens. And I remember before him passing away, or before him even getting sick, I remember saying to my friends, um, you know, oh, I'm going to be a, a mess if and when. You know, mm. what about you? How do you think you're going to cope when your parents go? And um, and I remember as as a young boy having nightmares about about my parents dying and things yeah. like that. But um, it wasn't like that when he passed away. Obviously things changed and you realise pretty quickly that life just goes on, yes. you know, and you either kind of get get sort of sucked in by it all and let it get the best of you or try and try and uh, find an outlet for it. Yeah. And this was just – this was completely and utterly my outlet, you know. Amazing. Yeah. And it's really good. So we'll promote – the EP on the page um, and just, you know, encourage listeners to listen to it. 
Um, so I thought we could do, I've called it a rapid round of questions, but well, it's not rapid in a sense of you answer it and then we just go to the next one. I feel like I just wanted to get to know a bit about, you know, some of your favourite hip hop artists and albums and things like that. So I thought we could start, you know, do you have a favourite hip hop artist or a few? Yeah, sure. I could give you a few of those. Um, my my influences, is that a different question, the influences? Uh, no, you can, yeah. you can go with influences. My favourite hip hop artists coming from America, probably Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, these kind of artists who respect the craft mm-hmm. of, of writing a song, you know, um, and, and, and storytelling. Um, Kendrick Lamar's got an album called Good Kid, Mad City. and So good. Isn't it? It's yeah. just, you know, it's storytelling at its, at its finest. Um, you liken it to sort of the storytelling of a great TV series, you know, yeah. where you just riveted every song um, has, a, has a meaning and it all compiles into one one story as well. Mm. Obviously, a concept album. I like the Streets as well from, ah, from Britain. Yeah, um, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, again, storytelling and mm. and and quite a unique way of of storytelling. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to sort of keep it. You know, there are the obvious names, the big the big stars. Eminem is obviously an, an influence with his sort of lyrical ability from a young age, like I said before. And um, there's a guy from New Zealand called Tom Scott. Oh, I haven't heard of him. Please take note of, of that because he's he's a fantastic uh, rapper. Um, Australian influences. Yeah. There was uh, Horror Show. There's a there's a group called Horror Show. Yes, um, and they actually grew up around me in the inner west. They went to the school, like not the same school as me, but the school on the same street as me. And I remember hearing them. I must have been about thirteen or fourteen. Mm. I mean, he- hearing them on Triple J, um, a song called No Rides Left, and I just that sort of opened my eyes to what Aussie hip-hop could be. Yeah. Very relatable, you know, introspective, obviously the same, coming from the same area. Mm. Um, so that was hugely motivational and I do get a, a, a few sort of comparisons with them and I take oh, that with cool. it as a badge of honour completely, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, they're sort of the, yeah. the influences slash what I, what I listen to and obviously like with my sister being a generation older than me, um, that, that sort of opened the door for, for sort of a bit more – West Coast rap from, you know, mm. Tupac and obviously East Coast, Biggie, mm. um, Ice Cube. You Do know, you a have a, you know, a preference in the Tupac versus Biggie? <laughs> no, I'm not, well, I don't know. That's controversial, no, isn't it? No, look, I mean, I was too young to be uh, aware of, you know, sort of the turmoil that they were yeah. all going through. Um, I think I was about seven when they died, mm. seven or eight. Um, so it was all sort of retrospective um, information that I was getting. I listened listen to the music before I yeah knew the, the storylines but I mean you know they set the they set the standard they're still getting name mentioned today you know That's obviously it. for for good reason yeah um they've touched a lot of people with their with their art yeah you know? and I don't think you need to have just one <laughs> no <laughs> you know? exactly I don't know I don't <laughs> like you. this whole like team biggie team Tupac it's um, like you can have a preference but I, I don't know why they always have to pit. well I do know why they pit them against each other but I think you can enjoy both for what they are. Exactly, exactly. And it's, you know, it's uh, your personal biases as well. It's like anything as a footy team, you know. You mm. might not like some great player on the other team just because, you mm. know, and find every reason to, to sort of down discredit them. Yeah. Same in, <laughs> same in music like this. Um, <laughs> Ma- what was I going to say? Macy Gray as well was a big influence and, oh, and cool. Lauren Hill as well. Oh, I love yeah, Lauren Hill. Yeah, the miseducation Hill. of Lauren yes. Hill. Yes. Oh, that's she's a quality amazing. album, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, do you have a favourite hip-hop album? Is there... Um, 
Good Kid, Mad City would be mm. up there. That was on heavy rotation um, for a long time. And and King Amongst Many by Horror Show. I remember I must have had that in my headphones for a good six months when wow. I was living in the UK. Um, yeah, you know, just sometimes you come across an album and you just completely immerse feel. Yourself. Immer- yeah, yeah, you know, um, it sort of represents you or mm. how you feel. Um, so, yeah, th- they'd be the two. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill as well, you know. <sighs> Yes, I've yeah. got that in vinyl in that box. There. Really, really. <laughs> That's the only vinyl I have. <laughs> yeah, nice. We just got a vinyl player as well, and oh, Elise nice. um, actually made my album into a vinyl for my birthday. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's amazing! Yeah, so that was a pretty touching present. So we've had yeah. that, you know, playing self indulgently. Oh, yeah, for the last couple of weeks has been good. Hey, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> so, is there any new hip hop or just new music in general that you're listening to at the moment? Um. It's not new, but I'm I'm going through a bit of a D'Angelo phase. I know it's not hip hop, but sort of on the more R and B, you know, soul kind of kind of good uh, choice. Way. Yeah. Um. So that's been that's been going um, on heavy rotation recently, and at least uh, my partner's sort of more into indie indie folk, I guess you'd call it. Right. Um. So we've been listening to a lot more of that stuff recently, but um, again, Tom Tom Scott's uh, album. It's called the Avondale bowling club it's definitely worth a listen because cool. he's obviously got a kid from was a kid from new zealand um i think he lived over here for a little while um and he just yeah he just gets it you know yeah, he's nice. just like a really really skillful rapper awesome yeah. i'm gonna write tom scott down I'm yeah he works with a number of different sort of um on another number of different projects um so i don't know if he goes by the name of tom scott but certainly a search would would find yep. various projects yeah fantastic yeah Final few questions, which is a bit of a shame because I think we could talk about this all day. <laughs> um, as I always like to ask the guests to sum up the topic at hand. Um, so how would you say that you love the shit out of hip-hop? I love the shit out of hip-hop because of the um, the importance it's played in my life post my dad's death, I believe. you know, Obviously, it used to just be – sort of a hobby and it still is to a point it's not a profession but um it it structured it gave me some structure for for the chaos that ensues when you lose someone close to you um and it gave me a an outlet to to share with other people because i know that grief is is a universal emotion you know everybody feels it and whether it's about your you know parent dying or or a grandparent or a breakup, you know, mm. there's still there's levels to grief, but everybody feels it, and if they haven't, then they unfortunately they will. Yeah. Um, and so th- I've I've really I've been contacted by a lot of people that have sort of listened or watched the videos that I that I put up on Facebook, mainly just in my in my bedroom recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really really touched by someone who's sort of taken been brave enough to share exactly how it feels to go through it um yeah so I've you know that's that's how I would I would answer that you know the 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 power of it's kind of brought me closer to to people that I don't even know yeah Yeah. is there you know a desire within you to really pursue it I mean you said obviously it's not your full-time job um but do you want to pursue it a bit more in terms of releasing more music absolutely yeah. yeah so we released good grief a couple of months ago again like it was a a project of passion mm. um, essentially and it took us about two years 
just because we were toggling and, and messing about and enjoying yeah. it ourselves. And when you when you make it public, it's no longer something you can ed- edit or as, yep. you, as you would well know. Yeah. Um, and so we threw it out there really with no knowledge of how to actually distribute an album mm. uh, or where or, you know. Um, but we, we've since learned how to, how to be doing all that kind of stuff. So yeah. we might we're, – we're wondering whether we, we reproduce – this album, or we we certainly know what we're gonna be we're gonna have to do for the next the next project. Yeah. So to answer your question, absolutely, like it's it's a fine line between you know uh, keeping your your head in this in the clouds, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a, the music industry is obviously quite cutthroat, and it's a one in a probably one in a million that you can make a steady career out of it. Yeah, you know, even even some great indie under, underground rappers and musicians are struggling, mm. especially in this yeah, at the moment. This climate. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, obviously bills to pay and things like that. So <laughs> it's just about finding enough time. But um yeah, I've certainly been motivated from the feedback that Good Grief's had to to persist and and yeah, and yeah see what can happen. You may as well have a awesome. crack, you know. Yeah, that's it. No regrets. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So what other things do you love the shit out of in your life? I love the shit out of – I like sport. I know that you do as well. Yes. We haven't, we haven't <laughs> dived into the, uh, your uh, – The footy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I used to play tennis at a pretty high level when I was younger, so I've always sort of kept in touch with, with the goings-on of a professional sport. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm not really someone that wants for much. I, um, I've just moved in with my girlfriend, Elise, who you know very well. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of figuring out – um, how to juggle a career with studies and obviously with this with this music thing. So yeah. just that kind of stuff just keeps me really busy and I've just become a gardener uh, for work. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and we've just moved into a place with a nice garden. So these are kind of things that, that keep me ticking and, and, and um, keep me happy basically. The simple things. Yeah. yeah, lovely. So how can people connect with you and your work? Um, well, I tend to put videos and um, and music up on my Facebook page, which mm-hmm. is just Liam with a full stop at the end. Yep. Nice and easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and on Instagram, which is Liam AU official. I think it's all one word. Awesome. Quite official. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam was taken, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're the ways and I'm, you know, I'm really interested not just to put out my, my, my product, but to engage and, and have conversations publicly or privately about um about sort of how how this can how this relates to you and mm. um yeah I'm always I'm always interested to to spark that that conversation so feel free yeah <laughs> awesome yeah go follow Liam he's got some good content and um and we will share like the links to the EP when we share the episode as well but I do recommend that the listeners give it a give it a go so thank you for doing this thank you very much Sally and I I would also like to um say what a fantastic book it is that you read that you've written sorry um it's so conversational and so succinct and it's so damn positive (laughs) which is is a really great to um to to read awesome congratulations thank you it's no mean feat to write a book i envy you well done thank you and yeah thank you again for being on the podcast cheers
I knew there'd probably be some shaking heads and mutterings Pardon me, but I've been taking care of other things Boyfriend, son, confidant, brother things Mother rings, hear the pain and the rut begins Sorry for the delay, but sorry's just a cliche I celebrate his B-Day, commemorate his D-Day Since he passed away, there's no more Father's Day R.I.P. G.A.R. Why is that so hard to say? Grief got the best of me, brought out the worst in me Reef to the chest of me, look like a burst chimney And drink helps to kill cells, who needs a brain? Drinking skooies of two E's, that's two E's The pain of the day we waited at the dock and got the answer Cancer, we'll do everything we can, sir I'm not the victim, I'm in prison till I rhyme about him His death sentence gave me 25 to life without him Good grief, thought I was done with ya Now my memory's jogged, I better run with ya I saw him there in the fog, but it was just missed Reached my hand out to God, I guess I just missed Good grief, thought I was done with ya Now my memory's jogged, I better run with ya Saw him there in the fog, but it was just missed Reached my hand out to God since then I've recouped, regrouped Walk a mile in these shoes, you probably need to reboot And shed a tear since yesteryear, occasionally they seep through when I think of all he's been through I need some fatherly advice Ain't no one to speak to Ain't no wonder why Now he's laying up with Jesus Thunderous laugh The angel's thinking Jesus I miss the I love yous and the me too's But enough of that You get the story I'm mourning It starts way before my first yawn in the morning It lasts till my bedtime story I'm snoring but still I think of him Still it's sinking in November 25th Yeah we'll always have a drink for him Drink it in now, you'll never have a drink with him. The 7th of the 5th, yeah, we'll always have a drink for him. Maybe I just want to drink with him. Good grief, thought I was done with ya. Now my memory's jogged, I better run with ya. I saw him there in the fog, but it was just missed. Reached my hand out to God, I guess I just missed. Good grief, thought I was done with ya. Now my memory's jogged, I better run with ya. Saw him there in the fog, but it was just missed. Reached my hand out to God. I tell you what he'd want me to do Pick up a pen and paper, practice and perform it for you See I grew up in a family that taught me If I've got talent I should go with it Amateur poet but I'm trying to be prolific I don't want the fame, I just want to rhyme right Cause it'll get a little bitter in the limelight And it'll get a little better when the time's right No need to take off, to straighten up and fly right Everything you do feels like a failed mission didn't check your ticket, so you're thinking this is plain different This is me without him, not sure how to be without him Came to all my spectacles, now I can barely see without him Looking for a remedy, some quick relief Someone to lift my spirits like a liquor thief When it all gets too much, I think I better ignore it That's the clouds in my judgement, like a weather reporter It'll help if you share, I know I've said it before But if you need to offload, just come and yell at my door And we can help each other out, maybe Yeah, we can help each other out, baby Cause being strong isn't storing it in here, nah It's been too long, get it pouring out of here, man Your friends will listen, they weren't born without an ear And if they're busy, come and sort it over here Good grief, thought I was done with ya Now my memory's jogged, I better run with ya I saw him there in the fog, but it was just missed Reached my hand out to God, I guess I just missed Good grief, thought I was done with ya Now my memory's jogged, I better run with ya I saw him there in the fog, but it was just missed Reach my hand out to God.